Chapter 1. Learning Patience When I decided to buy my first bonsai tree, I honestly had no idea what I was getting into. I clicked on the button to place the little tree in my shopping cart, went and checked out online, and within a week the tree arrived in one of those brown Amazon boxes with the blue and black packing tape. I was a little apprehensive because I had read the good and bad reviews online. It seemed like the tree would either arrive half dead with a broken clay pot or that everything would be perfectly fine and I could begin learning the art of bonsai. Thankfully, my tree was delivered in good shape. All I had to do was water and then begin to shape my tree. I began to catch on to something really quickly. I was going to have to learn to be patient. I had purchased some special bonsai pruning tools and I began to cut my tree's leaves in a pattern that looked something like the bonsai trees I had seen in pictures. The next day I cut a few more leaves and the next day a few more. Finally, my wife said, Nate, you are going to have to stop trimming that tree or you won't have any leaves left. She was right. I was so excited to shape my tree that I would have destroyed it if I would have kept trimming at that pace. In fact, in some of the YouTube videos I watched, I learned that if certain branches of the tree are cut off, they will never regrow. Another thing I noticed was that the people talking in the videos would talk about their 11-year-old bonsai trees that were only two feet tall. I started doing the math. In 11 years, I will be 56 years old. I began to grasp that learning the art of bonsai was something that would take my entire lifetime. I wasn't sure if I had signed up for all that. After this realization hit me, I decided not to trim my bonsai tree for an entire season. I would wait a year to let it grow and become established before I began to trim or shape it in any way. My tree had undergone the shock of being transplanted from one place to another. So for a solid year, I would simply let it grow. I would provide the nutrients, water, and sun that it needed to be healthy and then I might shape it. I was going to be in it for the long haul. I had to learn the art of bonsai involves patience. Patience is a foreign concept to those of us who live in the United States. Just think about how my bonsai habit came about. I impulsively clicked on a button and my tree was immediately shipped to my house. We have the world at our fingertips. If the internet on our computer or phone is running slowly, we are extremely frustrated, even if it only takes 10 seconds or so for our page to load. We want everything to happen immediately. I remember when the McDonald's by our house changed out their cash registers and the new ones showed the average wait time for food. It was 45 seconds. Chick-fil-A has actually perfected the art of delivering God's chickeny goodness to us as fast as humanly possible by having people stand outside and take orders as cars pull into the parking lot. We hate waiting. 
But the art of bonsai does not subscribe to our culture's hurriedness. After a while, I was again shopping for a bonsai tree to put in my office, since the first one was an outdoor tree. I was on a website called bonsaiboy.com. Yes, there is a website called bonsaiboy.com. I saw this tab that said rare bonsai trees. I decided it would be amazing to have a rare bonsai tree in my office. So I clicked on the first bonsai tree and honestly, it was not that aesthetically pleasing. It looked kind of like the Keebler elf tree, but with no elves. I did notice that the tree trunk was much thicker than the one in my little bonsai tree, but other than that, it was not that spectacular. Then I saw the price tag. $12,000. I wondered if anyone actually would ever pay $12,000 for a bonsai tree. I soon learned something else about this expensive tree. It was 113 years old. In other words, that tree is older than all but 25 of the 7.5 billion people on this planet. I began to see that if my tree was given the right conditions, there was a really good chance that it would outlive me. This kind of patience was foreign to me. Here's the thing. I think that many Christian people want God to perform some sort of instantaneous fix on us when we go down to an altar to pray. And I believe that God does do some things in our lives instantaneously. When I purchased my bonsai, it was instantaneous. One day I was not a bonsai owner, and in an instant I was a bonsai owner. Scripture teaches us that when we believe in Christ, we are forgiven, made right with God, we are adopted into the family of God, and it is just as if we had never sinned. However, what we find out is that this is only the beginning. God is calling us to something that will continue our entire lives. In fact, the new life that God gives us is bigger than even our lifetime. It will continue into eternity. As a youth pastor, I went with students to lots of camps, retreats, and large youth gatherings. I would see students eager to give their lives to Christ, but often these students wanted to be fixed by a single experience when God was calling them to something more. God was calling them to a lifetime of nurturing the soil of their hearts so that they would be able to receive all that God wanted for them. This takes much more patience. The fruit that Christ wants to produce in our lives may not show up at first, but will be produced as Christ's living water wells up within us to eternal life. I finally found my indoor tree for my office. Well, actually, I received it as a gift. It is a Golden Gate ficus. As I began to read up on this tree, I learned that if the conditions are just right, it will produce fruit. It just so happens that it produces figs, a common tree in the area where Jesus ministered. 
Jesus even cursed a fig tree for a sermon illustration because it had not produced any fruit. My tree will produce miniature figs if the conditions are just right. I have made it my goal to create such conditions. As followers of Christ, our goal should be to create the conditions where we are able to be nourished by God's Spirit at work in our lives. Only God can produce the fruit of the Spirit in us, but we can create the conditions that enable us to receive what God wants to do in our lives. It will take a lifetime of cultivating the soil, watering, fertilizing, and allowing ourselves to be pruned to help create the environment for growth in our lives. The following chapters will examine some practices that will help us create an environment for growth. Rather than seeking some sort of quick fix, what if we decided to patiently give ourselves to these practices over a lifetime? What kind of fruit might God be able to produce in us if we were to dedicate our entire lives to cultivating the soil of our lives so that God's Spirit can produce fruit in us.